0: Hello, everyone. My name is Eli Hollingsworth, and I'm joined by my brother and co-host, Jake Hollingsworth. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is another Saturday, and let's get to it. No dilly-dallying. Let's get straight to it. So, Mm -hmm. first thing...
1: Well, actually, first thing. So I was thinking about this today. Um, Some people might not know who we are, so I want to say real quick, uh, if you're looking at the cover for the podcast, the Movie Majors podcast, I just want to say, me, Eli Hollingsworth, uh, I am the younger one, and I am the one to the right... And Jake is the one to the left, just the older one. Just making sure that everyone knows that because I was just thinking about that today. I was like, "Wait a minute, people might not know what we look like." So he's the
0: 14-year-old. I'm the 16-year-old. I'm the one in the blue shirt, and he's the one in the black shirt. Yes.
1: Um, So just thinking about that. Just clearing that up. So
0: let's get on with the. So first we
1: have our, as always, we have our news segment where we discuss all of the latest news in Marvel, Disney, Pixar, uh, movie, uh, games video yeah video games even um his uh, stuff all the news that's been popping up about future projects and maybe even uh stuff that's been happening of recent projects that have come out um recently so starting with uh let's let's start with no way home because we're talking about no way home every episode nowadays because there are just
0: always news dropping for spider-man no way home. okay so what happened is so as you know as you all know right now we do not have a poster for it yet well, I think we all can guess the reason why. Because if there is a is a poster, it might have Toby and Andrew on it. So that's probably why we don't have well, see, it. See, that's the thing. They can just make a poster that has Toby and it. Or, it that's not right. They can make a poster um, that doesn't have Toby and Andrew on it. Because yeah. for Endgame, it didn't have any of the dusted characters on the poster. They got away with it. Like, I mean, for even for the Empire magazine that just came
1: out, like, if we got that, the cover of the Empire magazine with Spider Man No Way Home on it, uh, that had Spider Man and then it had, like, Doc Ock's arm and Green Goblin's Pumpkin Bomb, Sandman Sand, and Electro's Electricity. electricity. Um, and then it had that like cool rifty, or not rifty, the wrong Dimension name. stuff. Dimension, yeah, uh, multiverse style things from what we saw, kind of what we saw in What If. What If, yeah. Um, just kind of that. If we got the cover of Empire Magazine, that picture just as a poster, I would be completely fine with it. Yeah. It's a cool aesthetic, cool design. Yeah. Um, very cool looking, you know, to show the multiverse elements of Spider-Man No Way Home. How, obviously, if you haven't been keeping up with the No Way Home news, that we know the multiverse is going to erupt, uh, even we've seen this from the trailers,
0: and that other Spider-Man characters are going to come into Peter Parker's MCU. Such as MCU. Alfred Molina, Dr. Octopus, Willem the Foe, Green Goblin, Jamie Foxx, Electro, Thomas Hayden Church, Sandman, and Rice Ivins, I can't say his name, the, the lizard from The Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. And... As it has been heavily, 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 heavily rumored, as- Toby McGuire
1: and Andrew Garfield will be returning in this yeah. movie, which is practically confirmed at this point. I mean, come on, there's, there's, I think there's little doubt in everyone's minds that they're not going to be in the movie. Um, if you don't know, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are the two past people that the have played two Spider-Man. Foremost,
0: Toby first, Andrew second, and
1: Tom's the third. Yes, um, so. That is everyone that we, I mean, if we just got that Empire Magazine poster as, or Empire Magazine cover
0: as a poster, I would be completely fine with that because it looks cool. But the um, poster that got out, it was on the side of a bus. I'm sure this could be, I'm, I'm thinking this could be faked, but apparently okay, so, yeah. the poster on the bus got out, it was the Spider-Man shot from the trailer where he's like posing on, the, on top of the car in the Iron Spider suit. And the difference is on the quote-unquote poster that leaked out. There's Iron Spider arms that are all gold, by the way, which I ni- said that was a nice touch. And then there's Doc Ock arms coming after him. Yeah. Okay. So the the background
1: on this is so a, a user on Reddit, which Reddit um, is not the most reliable source in and of itself, but I guess there are some quote-unquote reliable leakers on Reddit. Uh, so this guy came out, and actually multiple people posted on Reddit that they have seen a poster for No Way Home on the side of a bus. Um, multiple people showed pictures of it and posted it on Reddit that they had seen it like just roaming about in uh, Australia, I believe it was. Um From Australia. And this has got the internet going crazy because um, apparently it is the official poster for No Way Home. Um, and people think that they put it on a bus, or this is like a marketing mistake
0: or something I think it's like that. faked. It doesn't, I don't think they would do that for a poster. It seems too lazy. Yeah, which, okay,
1: I don't know. I think the poster, this quote-unquote poster that is quote-unquote official, might be fake. Um, because it is the pose that... You can probably look it up on Google or something. Spider-Man No Way Home, new poster, bus, or whatever. Um And the pose that Spider-Man is in is the exact same pose that we see him in in the trailer. Um, It's like they just screenshotted from the trailer and then just photoshopped it into this scenario, had some buildings warping in the background, uh, Ock's arms coming out to him. And even the position of the Iron Spider arms is the exact same as a shot that we see earlier in the trailer where he turns around to face Doggog. Which is why I believe that's fake. Like, every element of this could have been photoshopped. And, um... Sony wouldn't go to these lengths to Photoshop a poster when they can just take their own pictures or like... And even you can... Movie posters sometimes will Photoshop screenshots from the movie itself and just put it into a poster Uh, because sometimes there are some genuinely cool shots on movies. Um, But I don't think... First of all, all of the stuff that's quote-unquote photoshopped from Spider-Man No Way Home is stuff that we've seen in the trailer. Um, And second of all, it could have just been googled on the internet and stuff just find pictures put it on there um so if sony did photoshop uh screenshots from the movie and put them into a poster there will there would probably be stuff that we haven't seen yet if they photoshop a screenshot from the movie it most likely will not be something that we see in a trailer um so any person off the street could have just well not off the street you gotta have equipment and <laughs> the proper equipment and stuff, but someone could have just, like, taken a screenshot, put it in there, did some really good Photoshop editing, and made a poster. Um, and so it's kind of 60-40, I'd say. I'd say 60% chance that it's fake, but there's still it's still pretty likely that it could be the real poster. Um, and I actually kind of hope that it is fan-made because... It's boring. It's, yes.
0: There's no... Like I was saying earlier, there's no way that this is going to be the main poster. They wouldn't do anything that's boring. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, like, again... What yeah. I want is him in that pose. Maybe not Photoshop, but it's just, like, something like that in that pose. And all the villains, like... Kind of like this, like, this one picture that they have from, like, the 90s cartoon. Where it's, like, Spider-Man has his spider sense going off. And, like, all the villains are, like, after him. I want something like that for the poster. Like, he's, like, in, a, in like, the frog squat position. And they're, like, like, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and all the rest are, like, going, like, going after him, like, ready to attack him. Yeah, like, I mean,
1: I, again, the Empire Magazine uh, cover could be passable, could be much more passable as a poster than this picture. Because it's, it's just boring. It's just Spider-Man squatting down and then Doc Ock arms coming after him. And, oh, look, there's Warping City in the background. Like, it, it's, it's, like, there's not even, like, there's not even anything with, like, the multiverse cracking like we saw on the Empire Magazine cover. Um, No Doctor Strange, no MJ, no Ned. Yeah, are no other characters. Like, it's, it's not, it's... <laughs> It's just so boring. It's a Spider-Man sitting there and Doc Rock attacking him. Like it's nobody cares about that. Uh, there's no Doctor Strange. Yeah, no Ned. No MJ. No, um, what's her face? With no Aunt May. Aunt May, no. Which, yeah, no Aunt May. No anything. It's just Spider-Man and, and well, Doctor Octopus. Aunt, Aunt May, literally the movie. only
0: character that we see their full body. Or, well, not their full body. Just, the only character we see in this is Spider-Man. <laughs> no Peter Parker shot either. Usually, exactly Spider-Man posters. Usually, Spider-Man posters traditionally have that. Yeah, it's it, it would, it's, with him with the mask off. He, traditionally,
1: they will do, do that, or just like Peter Parker clothing, like some of the com home, homecoming uh, posters. Um, it's yeah, it's just boring. So I hope it's fan made because it looks fan
0: made. Awesome.
1: Now, recently, actually, just a few minutes ago, um, someone posted a some scooper on uh, the the Twitter or Reddit. I can't remember
0: which one said that the official trailer is coming. Poster official posters coming this weekend. Yes. And I hope that that's true because I want to see this poster. Yes. Although that, that's a little odd that they'll drop the poster before the trailer. But I guess that sort of makes sense, I guess. Okay, well, yeah. So actually to give some context for this, some Twitter user
1: who is a trusted source, apparent, allegedly a trusted source for when it comes to Marvel uh, leaks and stuff, has said that the trailer is coming this weekend.
0: He's known as Daniel RPK. He's yes. the guy who does all kinds of trailer stuff. He's the guy who's given us a... We—he's the guy who a lot of the stuff that we've reported on for the past few months. He's—he's he's the one who's oh, been that's getting him. stuff out. Okay. Yeah, every single trailer where we have covered, he's—that's been him. A lot. Of this, there's been a bunch of stuff that I've mentioned over the past podcast that's been from him. Okay. So
1: okay. So that's good. The Official poster for No Way Home might be coming this weekend, and that would be really cool. So, um, it's pro- You know what? Since it's coming out tomorrow, the tra- the poster might even be out by the time we're recording this podcast. Or, no, by the time this podcast is released. So, if it is released by that time, wow, look at this thing! It's amazing! It's so cool and so much better than that fan-made poster that was on the bus. Apparently this guy, Daniel RPK, said that that poster on the bus was fake, too.
0: Um, so, that's good to know. Oh, yeah, not- if that, I'm not getting my hopes up for the poster, honestly, because I know they're not going to show Toby and Andrew, so I'm not getting my hopes up for the poster. Yeah. am well, probably I expecting mean- something... I'm expecting everyone else except Toby and Andrew. Well, I mean, who are we
1: kidding? We've, we've already seen the trailer. Cause, I mean, well, maybe. Poster. I keep saying trailer. You
0: see, it's because I want the No Way Home trailer to be... The second trailer to be out already. That's why. I think they might drop it from in between November 12th to 15th. That's the latest we're going around that's right now. next week? This coming week. November 12th is the, la- is the last I heard that might come out. Because that's the day Sam Lee died. And that's My- like... that's and, they, and so that's like the last I heard. that The trailer might come... November 12th. And also, it said that it will not have Toby and Andrew in the trailer, because Marvel didn't want to keep that surprise until the theater, but Sony was wanting to put them in the trailer as a money shot. <laughs> and apparently, Marvel got their way, and and now they're not going to be in it. But they will be teased, but not shown. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I thought. And we were talking about this last night, too.
1: Uh, did we say this last night? I think we did. Um, like, we were talking about that, how Marvel and Sony were debating. And uh, what we agreed on was the best move is to... Not directly show Toby and Andrew, but like heavily tease it to where it's pretty much confirmed
0: that they're going to be in it. Like, show Peter, um, Spider-Man talking to someone, but you don't see who he's talking to. I think that's what they're going to do anyway. Yeah, or like, or like
1: uh, in the Justice League trailer, one of the first Justice League trailers where Alfred said they said you come, and then like Green Lantern. That was supposed to be Green Lantern, but that was actually Superman in the version yeah. that we got. Yeah. So, like, maybe do something like that where Tom's like wow it's you and then you see like just a red Spider-Man hand or something shoulder yeah or shoulder. Like that's how yeah, you do it or like, red shoulder yeah like an over the shoulder shot so like basically confirm that they're in the confirm that they're going to be in it without sh- directly showing he's like you're like me yeah. red shoulder something like that except you're like 10 times older when he's talking to Tommy McGuire because um, <laughs> he's like 50
0: um, no that's, maybe it is. maybe it is. no he's 40s probably actually I was say. Um, so yeah. I feel like I feel like the next time we make a podcasting segment, we're gonna talk about no way. Honestly, it's all we ever talk about. <laughs> yeah, think that's pretty normal. There was something that I wanted to mention, but I think I'll save it for the next podcast.
1: Yeah, relating to Spider-Man,
0: um, relating to actually the Marvel's Avengers game, which we don't usually talk about video games because we're the movie majors podcast. We talk about games like every now and then. We review, we've reviewed games. We're about to review one. Yes. Um. So that's a perfect
1: segue because now we're going well. All the news will be saved till next time because we got to. Next
0: time, there's something that I've really wanted been wanting to talk about. Yeah. So we don't talk about video games We're the movie majors podcast, not the video game majors. Video game. Yeah. yeah. And the video game that we want to be reviewing is none other, none other than Square Enix's Second Marvel game, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, which we actually made a full like episode when it was first announced. Oh, Square Enix, Marvel's Guardians. And that was it. We never really mentioned it much. After yeah, we like. That oh my goodness, I'm so excited!
1: And then we never mentioned it again until now. Um, so. Because I had actually forgotten about it
0: until it was released. It was, I had, I had, I was still, I still had that in my mind. I still remember, I never forgot about it. I just put kind of played it in the back of my mind because I had other stuff to think about. Yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, awesome, yes! We had Black let's... Widow coming, we had a bunch of other personal life stuffs coming, so. So I think that kind of got put on the back burner of our reign, so sorry about that, but. Let's get into talking about it. So, for any of you who don't know what Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is, it is basically a AAA... Okay, a- well, first of all, if you don't know what Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy
1: is, then you need to get out from under the rock that you're living under, and not the rock, not Dwayne Johnson, but like
0: a physical rock.
1: Every time we say rock now, or every time we hear rock, I just can't
0: help but think of Dwayne Johnson. So like what you I said, get out from underneath the rock you're living yeah. under, and go... Play if you haven't. And also, just so you know, this is going to be a spoiler review, because this game has been out for about a week, and that's kind of like, we're a little late on this. Yeah. So, you've had a week to do it, which means you probably, some of you may have already had a chance to play it, and so if you haven't played it, back out now, but if you just don't care about spoilers, you can do that too. So, anyway, let's jump into it. So, for those who don't know what it is, Guardians of the Galaxy is a AAA, third-person action-adventure sci-fi game, story-driven this time, and it centers <sighs> around the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. and. The, the, the kicker is, you only play as Star-Lord. You don't get any, you get, like, the whole Guardians cast is there from the movies, that you know from the movies. Star-Lord's there, Rocket is there, Gamora's there, Drax is there, and Groot is there. Yeah. But you only play as Star-Lord, which,
1: yes, yeah.
0: I will admit, <laughs> I can humbly admit that I was a little annoyed at that when I first heard it, because I wanted to, I would wanted to play as Drax and Rocket. Yeah. When I, I first did- heard about this game, I was like, I want to play as Drax and Rocket. Yeah, I think that everyone, when they
1: announced it, E20, e, E3, I announced E3, E2021, I think a lot of people were uh, yeah, mad Yeah, E3, E3, this year they announced it? Yeah. Oh, okay, it was so. four months
0: ago. So when they
1: announced, wow. So when they announced it, uh, I think everyone was like, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy game! And then they were like, and you only play as Starlet! Everyone went, huh? Um, so I think that's literally what everyone Well, everyone
0: had. was like, why don't they just call it Marvel Starler? which, just so you know, this is not, this is not at all feel like Marvel's Star-Lord. Even though you only play as Star-Lord, it definitely still feels like a Guardians of the Galaxy game, because each Guardian gets a chance to shine. Star-Lord, it's kind of like the movies where Star-Lord is like the center of attention, but the other Guardians get their moment to shine. Yeah. Which- each Guardian gets a moment to shine. Rocket, I will say, Rocket is especially hilarious. There were a bunch of moments yeah. where I actually found myself laughing, because he was like- act- he was super good. Like I mean, okay, so we'll get to the the writing
1: and the dialogue in this game later. Which I is would just... say
0: that Rocket honestly is on par for me, anyway. Rocket is on par with Bradley Cooper from the movies. I A would whole say. on par. So here, let me. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I'll just restate it here. If you, if whoever's, um, if if the voice of Rocket in this game is listening to this, shout out to you. You did really good. Oh yeah, everyone did really great. The whole yeah, everyone. The, the whole one. Hey, Shout out to all the cast members in this game. You guys all did great. Um, so. I have said this before on the podcast. Um, not the, the funny
1: you mentioned the movie versions because the movie versions are just. Okay. I,
0: it's mostly just. There's a rift between us when it comes to the movie versions. Yeah. I absolutely love the movies and the movie versions of these characters. which is kind of what got me onto, like, In Guardians of the Galaxy in the first place. Like most people. Because everyone was like,
1: oh my goodness, the movie is so great. It's so funny. Oh, yeah, great. It is funny. And I was just. I do not think the I don't not think the movies are funny. I don't think they're clever. I don't think they're saying, yeah, I don't, they're, they're just He doesn't me. like
0: the MCU versions, but then I no. think for this game, I think that these versions here's another difference. I think these versions are definitely on par with the movie versions. I think for me it's versions, not even a question. Like just the versions in Well this actually game, I think I think the one person I thought was better than the movie versions was Mantis. I thought the one the one really? exception to that is I thought Mantis was better than she was in the movies. This Mantis is actually funny. Yes, so the movie versions, I
1: don't agree with, I, I agree, so it makes it sound like it's a religion he, something. Uh, For yeah. me, I don't get on board with James Gunn's sense of humor, just the whole, like, I don't think James Gunn is funny, I don't think he's clever, I just don't like the movies at all. Like, I just don't like... They just annoy me,
0: and... and I you said the first one was okay, but you didn't like the
1: second one. Oh,
0: that's changed now. I just don't like either of them now. I mean, um,
1: so and this game's version of the Guardians of the Galaxy is MILES ahead of the movie versions because the movie versions are so annoying. Well, it's mostly just Chris Pratt. I don't know what it is that he tried to do, but he just annoyed me. Uh, and the other Guardians are fine. Uh, but these versions of the characters are MILES ahead of the movie versions. They're so much better. You know why it is, though? The, the reason is because of the
0: INCREDIBLE writing in this game. Oh my goodness, the writing is off the charts. It definitely is a step up from what Avengers was. This is what Avengers should have been. I'm like, this is kind of what oh the Avengers game should have been. goodness. It, was it even written? Or was it just people talking to each other? Because it's like, it's- they're, they're actually talking. It's like, wow. It doesn't feel like like game dialogue. It actually feels like they're actually talking with another and having conversations. There's actual real banter. They're having real banter, yeah. They're talking. The Guardians talk throughout the whole game, but it never feels annoying. It feels right, because that's how these characters are. The Guardians are constantly talking. There's rarely a second in the game when the Guardians are not
1: just constantly talking to each other. And it's not annoying. It's fantastic. But what also
0: brings another rift is there's another thing that comes with gameplay between me and Eli. I usually like to listen to conversations oh, yeah. and start conversations with characters. Eli, on the other hand, does not. He yeah. will either interrupt the conversation in order to fight some people, or he'll just not talk to characters at all. Yeah, I don't that's really... A, that's an easy really... There's a big difference between us, because I actually want to he- hear these conversations and learn about these are the characters. Eli just cares about gameplay. Yeah, on my time,
1: like, when I'm playing a video game... My me personally, I don't really care about a lot of the side stuff and um, all that. I I I've, I'm really obsessive about getting one hundred percent on games. That really gives me a sense of satisfaction. Yes, I got the platinum trophy on PlayStation or whatever it is. Um, I've completed the game. I feel happy now. Um, but I don't. If it's my time, I don't particularly spend a lot of time uh, doing the background stuff. At least first time through as well. Um, First time through playing a game, I don't really do a lot of the side stuff. I just get the game done, you know, so I can learn the story. And, and uh, because it's like, I just, don't, yeah, I just don't really care. So Jake and I, the reason we, uh, the reason we say we complete the game and it wasn't just us like doing it separately. Um, we actually, we were doing it on one account and just every other chapter we We'd would switch. We would each do a chapter. I would, um, and and one, would take, be, one of us would take longer than the other for reasons that have yeah, been exactly. stated. It was like, but one, the other would always be present while the other one was playing the chapter. Um, I wouldn't let him do it without me. because I wouldn't This let him is do just faster. Me. Like, it's just fast. I'm not going to, we're not going to do it we're like both separately playing it and then uh, like say I finish it first and then I have to wait for Jake to finish. So we both, you know, we both finish it around the same time and get the same, you know, sense of satisfaction finishing finishing it um, So Peter Quill was constantly changing his priorities Uh, One, for like an hour, he would be really wanting to talk with all the Guardians and connect with all of them. And then the next hour, he would all of a sudden just not really care about them at all and just be solely focused on the mission. And that's Eli. Yeah, exactly. So he would... Peter Quill was constantly switching his priorities throughout the whole game. He was very confused. Um, So... That's that's partly because of our... Or that's not partly. It's, it is because of our Also, styles. at one point,
0: Peter Quill would never help his teammates, Eli. And at what? one point, Peter Quill would always be helping his teammates, me. What do you mean I never helped my teammates? You let people die, like, several times. Like, I let people die? You don't let people die, but you, like, let... You sort of let them die because it says free so-and-so. And you don't free them. You just let them die. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. I watched you several I had, times.
1: I didn't not free them. I just had somebody else go free them
0: mm-hmm. yeah it never worked it's like oh good morning no it did it works every time that's nope. how you're
1: supposed to do it no nope. yes it did no nope. okay fine um now the I characters like okay so so gameplay is speaking of, okay so let we'll just i guess we'll just talk about gameplay now uh gameplay. so the gameplay okay. is very fun um the different guardians abilities are in depth enough to where it keeps you engaged throughout the whole game and you're uh having fun leveling up and yeah. unlocking new abilities.
0: And they changed them up differently because, like, Drax and Gamora are very much close-up um, hand-to-hand fighters because, of course, Drax has the knives and Gamora has the swords. So they're more, like, close combat. Rocket and Groot, well, Rocket's more ranged attack. Like, more like attacking yeah, and like, from a s- distance. and more, like, scattering enemies and, and stuff like and that. And Groot also it's like, kind of like your healer as well as, like, br- wrapping up enemies and keeping them in one place. Yeah. Um, now, there also were several times where I wished I could have played as other as other Guardian and done some of the attack moves that you can command them to do. And that's the yeah. thing. You don't play as the other Guardians that you can control them and tell them what to do. And there I were did, a lot well, of moments, well, the though. Thing is, so the thing is, I didn't really
1: miss the ability to play as other Guardians until... The end, because if you didn't know, I think I said this on the Instagram stories on the Movie Majors podcast, which finally has content now. Yay! Um, finally posted in there. Now um, So, the... What was I going to say? So, the... Um, I didn't miss being able to play as the other Guardians until we got to one of the last levels of the game, and I realized that Jake had unlocked, like, a... a Business suit, Rocket Raccoon. Okay, so let me
0: explain. So, a lot of times, like, towards the end of the game, I would do a chapter, and Eli would leave and go do something else. Yeah. And so, I had always seen the business outfit, Rocket outfit. I had seen a lot of people using that. I thought to myself, I wonder how you get that. And so, when I was on the Snow Planet, when they are looking for Fin Fang Foom, I was looking around, and I I noticed, like, one of those things that contain costumes. And And the first costume I happened to find in it was the business Rocket outfit. And I thought to myself... Oh, so that's how you get it. And I meant to tell you, but I never got around to it. Actually, I think you it. might have told me I just didn't listen to No, I don't think I ever did. I don't think... And so I just kind of forgot about it and just let it be. And then when we got to the final level, you were changing everyone's uniforms at of team once, you discovered that I had unlocked the business rocket outfit. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you I got that.
1: Yeah, literally, like, and I just... And he I fell vi- in
0: love with that thing. He I vividly the
1: remember the um, how it went down, the realization of... The business suit rocket that we had unlocked it. I was like, I was changing rockets out of the team uniforms so because I was changing everyone back. And I was like, wait, what is this? And I looked at it and I was like, it's
0: beautiful.
1: And so I just literally, like, and if you didn't know, I think I've said this before on the podcast. Uh, but Rocket Raccoon is my favorite member of the Guardians of the Galaxy because, I don't know, just his sarcastic, uh, arrogant nature is really, mostly just relates to me. Um, oh, Yeah.
0: You I feel see, like, you see, see, it's, like it's, it's bad argue- it's
1: bad that you wholeheartedly agreed with that. No, I think it's like I, I like, like his
0: sarcastic, arrogant oh yeah, yeah, that's totally you. It is you. I wow. whenever I see Quill and Rocket arguing, I'm just like, That's me and Eli arguing. Eli's in the Rocket's position, I'm always in Quill's position. And that's us. Whenever Quill and Rocket argue, I just see us in that instance. I'm like, that's us totally. Yeah. So Rocket's the
1: kind of the one that I relate the most to because um, of
0: you've asked that. me several times which character I like the best, and I've never been able to answer that question because I like all of them. Yeah, I don't.
1: I, I definitely rockets my favorite. I um, can't pick; it's hard.
0: I appreciate all, all of
1: them a lot more now because of this game. Um, and speaking of, actually, so speaking of characters, also,
0: um, well, just real quick, I like I, like you. I said he never missed the obviously the plays other characters until he got the outfit. There were a few times. To- I'm not saying this, this isn't a criticism. I'm just saying. There were a few times where I wished, like, Rocket in particular, there were a lot of moves that Rocket had that I wished I could have played as Rocket and actually done. But it never really bothered me too much where it soured my opinion on the game. I'm just... I was just, I was always just thinking to myself, yeah, that would be fun to use. Yeah. Um, but it never bothered me too much. I was always fun. I was always content to play as Quill. And also, another thing that I love about this game is the 80s soundtrack. Oh, yes. I loved... I had... I always, I was excited for like, I only, whenever I heard about this game, I was wondering which songs they're going to put in here. And then I found the full list of licensed music that they had, and there were like several songs in there that I listened to all the time that I loved. And it was Wake Me Up Before You Go, Never Gonna Give You Up, and Holding Out for a Hero, and We Built This City. Those four were, got me hooked. I'm like, I'm sold. Yeah. Um, those four songs, hearing those four songs in the game made me happy. Here, wait, actually, so we can probably play some. I
1: have been... Okay, so, there, so the so first of all, the licensed music, all great 80s hits. Heard all of them at least once before. Um, they're great. I love 80s music. Um, another thing about this game that is really great is the Star-Lord band original
0: songs. Those I fell in love with. Because in this game's universe, he is, he got his name Star-Lord from that band. Which was a really creative twist on... Uh, the character. Also, one thing I will give them is that I thought that Quill's origin was better than the one in the movie. It's yeah, well, definitely. Like, I mean, it, the whole thing's better than nothing. Step on the origin of the, movie, or the movie, but I thought that this origin for Peter Quill was better was done better than movies. So that was actually more interesting. Let's see. Let's
1: play one of them.
0: Let's play All for One. This
1: is one that I think gets overlooked. but I really like it. Um, I was like, oh, I like the other ones. <laughs> There we go. This is uh, also one from the is it? Uh, Space Rider music from Marvel's so Dragon Um This is a great song. If you haven't heard it, which most of you probably have. If you haven't heard it, most of you probably have. Um, this is a great song. Great
0: soundtrack. It is pretty good. Like, I've literally
1: been listening to this music all day long. Um, <laughs> um, Look at you
0: turning into Peter Quill.
1: Like, I, yeah, that's all I've been listening to today is just the Space Rider soundtrack. Another thing, so what I think gets overlooked, like, way overlooked, and unreasonably so, is actually the score for the, for the um, what's it called? For the game. The game. <laughs> um, I am a huge sucker for two things when it comes to video games. Or a h- sucker, I guess you could say, yeah. Uh, the photo mode, which we'll get to in a second, and the music. So oh, the photo mode. Um, I'm a huge music guy, so I'm always looking for the music in movies and uh, and video games and stuff. And the score for this game is really good. Um, I can play probably a little bit. I play the uh, just the main theme probably for Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that the score is criminally underlooked because everyone's like. oh! The licensed '80s music. Oh, the um, what's it called? The uh, Star Lord Band. Star Lord Band thing, and it's like, uh huh. What about the the score? You nerf herders. That's a Star Wars reference. That's not right. Um, I mean, I'm like, the the score for this game is actually really great. Um, especially the main Guardians theme. Like, I mean, the music is is, I love it.
0: Oh yeah, I always like the main theme for it. Yeah,
1: great, great score by, uh, who's the guy? Richard Hawkes. I'm sorry, I, I'm terrible with it Oh yeah, it's really good. Richard Hawkes and Steve Quint, Quintet. Um... Yeah, woohoo! Look at us jamming our heads. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the score is amazing. I'm like, why don't you people talk about the score more? Because the score is awesome. Um, listen to the score on your own free
0: time. because. also one thing I think is under- overlooked. What? The space battles with the Milano.
1: I think people actually really enjoyed it.
0: I enjoyed those a lot. I only got, like, one. That was the beginning level. You got, like, two. And yours yeah. were better than the one I got. <laughs> I had the first level with the spaceship. Yeah, you just, like, flew in a straight line. All lines. I had to do was just, like, fly in a straight line, dodging debris. And I also got the one where they were crashing into the snow, which was fun. But you got one where you were shooting down ships, and you got the one at the very end of the game, where you're flying through that a mm-hmm. huge army of ships. I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah, which I didn't even... So you, you have... Well, then again, I can go back and replay those chapters, so it's not a total loss.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. which is And also, great. I
0: think it's worth noting that I might do what I did with Spider-Man and just do new game pluses for this game over and over again. Yeah. So I think I might do what I did with Spider-Man again. Like, Jake is like movies how he is with video games where he just does it over and over and over again. I think I've done, like, Spider-Man,
1: the Insomniac one, like, 30 times. And that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people just watch things and play things over and over again, no problem. For me... I cannot watch a movie, like, excessively over and over again. I'll, it, unless it's, like, a movie that I've never seen before and I, like, adore it and I love it. Then I'll go, like, for a little spurt um, and I'll just watch it, like, a, like five times in a row. Just straight. That's all I watch. Um, and then I'll get burnt out and I won't watch it for, like, five months. Uh, so for me with movies... But well, the thing with movies is that I can remember everything that happens. Like, I've only seen WandaVision once and I still remember everything that happened in the whole show. Um... Do you and, remember
0: everything about Captain America and the Winter Soldier?
1: Yes. The the oh no, wait a minute, I th- that's a different story. Um, wow. So I can re- I can remember things. I remember everything that happened. So I don't need to watch it again to remember what happened. I can never um, forgive you for thinking that, honestly. Mix probably pick up on a few things that I missed. I'm
0: more mad at you for not re-watching Mandalorian. That's for a- Mainly get mad at you. Yeah, I can't rewatch Mandalorian. I don't know. There's and there's certain shows that I just can't rewatch. I could easily watch Mandalorian. I can rewatch Mandalorian now if I want to, but I can't because I need to do this. Exactly. I can't re. I can't rewatch this. So I probably won't replay this game for
1: a while. I didn't even replay Marvel's Spider-Man for like. You didn't? I don't think. Hey, I, I, ever I have. do think you. I don't think you ever did. Okay, wait. Hold on a second. I just realized. So you never replayed Miles Morales either, which I'm surprised. I know. I don't. I don't replay things. I don't do it again. I just do it once, and I'm fine. I'm good. Um. Okay, and there's actually, so I just remembered, this is not anything relating to New Game Pluses or replaying games, but I just remembered that there are a few characters that we haven't talked about yet. First of all, I just want to say Lady Hellbender, the minor villain of this game, the side villain, you could say, uh, that ends up, spoiler alert, if you are still here and you don't like spoilers. This is a, this is a spoiler review, so This, this fine. is the danger zone, um, but Lady Hellbender, the uh, side villain, Ends up becoming a good guy at the end Um, and helping with Finn Fang Foom. Now, question Is Lady Hellbender of Scottish origin? I don't think so, right? Here, I'll tell you why she's not because she forgot her kilt at home. Now, why am I saying this? Okay, that's it's a joke, obviously. I don't think she's Scottish at all, but uh, Lady, you know, like Lady, the title is a Scottish title, you know, this is a Scottish thing, right? Yeah, Lady, Lord, there is Lord and Lady Scottish, Scottish. She left her kilt at home, but I do new theory. Lady Hellbender was Scottish.
0: Which... I think it was interesting how she was hitting on Drax. In this game universe... She was hitting Drax, on everybody. She was hitting on Drax everyone. killed Thanos, which I thought was... Which I first heard... I was quote, like, unquote,
1: quote, unquote, Kill. We
0: don't know for sure if he's dead. They say that he might not be dead, so we just don't know for sure if he is dead. But when I first heard that before going into the game, I was like, oh, wow, they actually did that. Yeah. I'm like, they did something that... They did the thing that Endgame failed to do was give Drax his moment. But anyway... And <sighs> then, like... Yeah. See, they're, they're
1: way better than the MCU. MCU.
0: I, a lot of people have been cl- kind of complaining that Drax never got his moment with Thanos in Endgame. But anyway, he Drax got it here in the Guardians of Galaxy game. And Lady Hellbender's like hitting on him, just, just like hey. Let's be honest. You I think I,
1: I think Lady Hellbender was kind of hitting on everyone.
0: But she was a really, she was actually pretty good. She, I feel like she was kind of like the Sovereign done right from Guardians of Galaxy Two. Yeah, like the Sovereign. Because like it's kind except- of very similar to Guardians of Galaxy Two. Not in a bad way. It's very similar. Where like they do a job for someone and then it goes bad and that person's, and person's trying to hunt them down. But the difference is, in here, instead of like what they did with Guardians 2, they one, they took it a more seriously. Although, in Guardians 2, it was, I still thought it was funny. Here, they took it more seriously. And two, they actually gave it a redemption. They said, first, a redemption. Yeah. And like she, yeah, she actually, actually turned good. So her, she actually had a character arc. Unlike the Sovereign Lady in Guardians Speaking of the Galaxy. Speaking of characters, there was one character who was teased. Two characters, actually that I wish could have shown up one more than the other. There oh, were two characters goodness. that were teased that I wish could have shown up that were they were Ronan and Yondu. Yondu I really wanted. And when they said and when they were coming up with ideas on who they could get to help them and then um they suggested the Ravager Ravagers and Yondu. Quill well, and then Quill said, I well Yondu's in the kiln because I put him there or something like that. I was <laughs> just like, come on, I wanna see Yondu. And like we see oh, Yondu. Oh my goodness, it was so
1: it was it annoyed me, because, like, ever since, literally, the the second that he said, uh, oh, we should get Yondu, and then you're like, no, we don't think so, or, no, and then you're like, literally, he, that's non-stop, up until now, or, like, even continuing now, that's all he said was just, oh, man, I wish we got Yondu in the game. I was like, yes, I know. What's
0: wrong with Yondu? Yondu's awesome. Well,
1: first of all, Yondu in the movies, like every other character in those movies, was annoying, um, how can you live with yourself? I didn't yeah. think... I I don't know. I honestly don't know how I live with myself. I don't live with myself. Nope. I'm beside myself. Um, but
0: also, I would have liked to have seen Ronan, though. Yeah, Ronan was teased. And but I feel like they're going to save him for Avengers because they're doing the Kree story in the Avengers game, so I feel like they're going to save Ronan for that. Which... So another... Okay, so another character that was teased in this game that I wasn't expecting to be teased in this game... Was Dark... Darkhawk. Dark Dark Hawk. Darkhawk. Dark, Hawk. He's a character from the comics who is space-related, and this game was very much in space. I was very surprised by that. Yeah. I don't know too much about Darkhawk, but I know
1: of I. his existence.
0: Yeah. Uh, we so also got a reference to Richard Ryder, a.k.a. Nova, but we didn't see him. Oh, but right, I, and we I was, did? Yeah, they mentioned, remember they oh, right. mentioned yeah, yeah, Richard yeah. Ryder? Oh, my goodness, I got stuck on that level. Oh, yeah. yeah, you did. We couldn't figure out the code.
1: No, not the code. It oh, was, the code. It was like trying to figure out no, how to was. not the co- stuff. It was, uh, it was, you were trying to find a way to contact, or to, like, Nova, the Nova Corps. To, like, Report an issue to the Novacore, so then you could talk to the person or something. I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, I literally tried everything. I even tried doing it in the group language, I think. I was like, well, maybe the answer's here in the group language. And then there's that funny thing where if you try to do it in Cree, Rocket slaps your hand away because oh, yeah. he doesn't like Cree for, for whatever reason. There's also um,
0: another character There's also another character who they hid from all marketing. But he was a very. He ended up being a very big part of the story with the church storyline that they were doing. Well, was Adam Warlock? Oh yeah, Adam Warlock, right? I actually. I thought you were going to say the. I uh, actually thought okay. I actually thought Adam Warlock was underutilized. 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 What? I thought like he. I mean, he was still good for what he was. Considering how we haven't seen him in the MCU yet, so he doesn't really have. I can't really compare him to any MCU counterpart. because He doesn't have one yet. So I thought that he did good. I think they did a good job with him here. But I feel like his turning evil was a little out of nowhere. No, no, it I, wasn't. I felt like that. Too. I felt like they like. I felt like that really could have been a good ending on its own. And then they turned around, and be like, surprise, Magus. What? I was literally just thinking about how I was gonna say how I liked it, that twist ending. I, I, I did not like it, but it kind of bugged me a little
1: bit. Like it didn't. Okay, so I, I will say like I will say this about the ending. It. Was if they were up to it, me, it, I would
0: have left it at that really deep ending with Quill and Nikki, and leave it at that. Yeah, well, yeah, so... Which I, which congrats that. to the, that thing with Nikki. Nikki was actually pretty good, and their and their scenes together, I thought, really hit home really well. I'm like, well, especially I'm to myself, the, this thing
1: cuts deep. Well, especially there at the end, so... Okay, so the, the ending with Nikki, that last little scene where they're in the uh, promise, in her promise imagination thing. Um, I could not figure that those out. Those scenes, yeah, pff, Jake failed that. He was, I felt like once. He was a terrible parent in that scene. Um, <laughs> oh, that's not a symbol for the He's features. like, well, Nikki, you stink. Um, I didn't do that. <laughs> that wasn't one of the choices. But if it was, I, I messed up like once. It.
0: And then it didn't mess up again.
1: Yeah, which I was a little bit disappointed because it kind of like sucked. It sucked me out of the of the scene that Jake failed. So, like, it, we're, like, having this emotional heart-to-heart scene, and then Jake keeps failing and saying the wrong thing. It was one time. <laughs> so you were, like, you're, like, well, Nikki, uh, your mom's dead. Too bad. What are you going to do, cry? And so then she was, like, let's believe that my mom is alive. And so we had to go back and start over again. And so it was, like, I was, like, I was like, all right, I'm getting really deep into the emotion of the scene, and then it's like, well, we gotta start over. again. Well, I
0: still felt the emotion because I gotta say that scene cuts deep. That thing was
1: yeah, it did, it did tug on my heartstrings. Oh yeah, um, so that was a very emotional ending. And I I didn't cry. So so
0: I will say, but I did feel, I did feel
1: something, like a lot. I felt in the in the words of Jack Sparrow stutterings. Um oh yeah. I, definitely, that's what, I think it's they're trying trying to do. I definitely think that so after that part where you beat this off and then you just like feel really happy that you beat everything. Then the ending with Adam Warlock. Okay, never mind. I was going to say it didn't really pack up too much of a punch, but actually no. The final thing where Quill like gets the soul stone and like pushes it against the 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 snake, snake thingy. Um I'm just going to
0: call it the snake thingy.
1: The soul stone evilness, I guess. Yeah, the that thing, the purple thing. He pushes against it, and then, like, the music, again, the music is awesome. Like, I was like, wow, that's an epic moment. I did, actually. It was like, bam, and I was like, wow, that was awesome. So, I will
0: get into that. That was actually pretty good. But still, I would have said that I would have left that Nagus twist out and just left it at the ending that they had. Yeah, which, so, speaking of that... Not to say that Nagus ending was bad, but I felt like it came a little out of out of left field. Sure, they tease it in those... Fake credits by saying tags over was... and over again, and I noticed that. Was like, why are they saying that? And then
1: I'm like, "Oh, I thought hilarious. that was a good touch." I was like, "I was like, okay, because we, we did it." And I was literally, we were sitting there and we finished the thing, and then like the beat and Jake walked out to the Milano, and I was like, "Wait!" I was sitting there going, "Wait, there's there's another chapter. That was chapter 15. There's still chapter 16." And so then yes, we did get chapter 16. Um, but th- I thought that was a clever touch. They they kind of like juked you out they're like oh it's oh, over oh wait it's out. not over um, so i thought that was a nice touch but but all,
0: and then also we get at the end at the end we get those funny moments of how like each guardian's doing how like quill's like doing yeah i forgot who it was gamora's starting doing ninja ninja lessons even though she has no idea what that is rockets doing it installed a hot tub into the milano <laughs> and he does business meetings but he doesn't provide towels that was that was I the thought, best one. That was funny.
1: Yeah, the rocket one was hilarious. That was awesome. Like again, the banter and the witty, just writing in this game like had me laughing a lot. I know there we were a lot of moments where we were laughing in this game. Like just, and it's not just silly, goofy stuff like what the Guardians movies did. Uh, the pieces of Fin fing Foom poop. Um, wow. <laughs> um, it felt like just, actual, not just, not just silly, goofy, just, um, stuff. It was actual witty, clever writing that was like, I was like, yes, as someone who really likes comedy and like comedy, comedy, not just silliness. I was like, yes, this is, it, it warms my heart. I'm like, yes, we actually get clever, witty... And it was just so clever. It was, there were a lot. They were clever. But not, and this also game the beginning was level. such a surprise in way yes. where my. It, the,
0: the gag that they had at the beginning of the level with Quill and Rocket keeping score over who can destroy all those animal nests, I thought that was the best. Yeah, That's what just like, sold me on the game. I was just like, this is actually really clever. Like when I saw that, I'm like. Oh, this is actually gonna be fun. I actually found myself actually competing to actually get more than rocket. I was competing with the AI. Which I guess you shouldn't really do, but I was doing it. Yeah. Which I was like, yes, this game
1: is uh no, wait, what? And sometimes I was like, Really? They're actually doing this? This is funny. Um and I was very surprised in more ways than one with the off the charts humor of this game, the insanely heartfelt moments, talking uh, touching on some really deep yeah concepts, very deep of the concepts of like death and losing a loved one. Which I'm glad that they found common ground for all the guardians. Like it seemed like they looked at all of the Guardians of the Galaxy characters and said, "What do they all have in common? They all lost someone." Which granted, I mean that's what I got from it. It
0: humanizes game. them too. And
1: granted, they cheated a little bit, like. They, they. Oh, they all lost. Because Quill someone. lost
0: his mom. Drax. Well, I mean, lost we all his... know.
1: We all know that Quill lost his mom. We all know, we all know that Drax
0: lost his wife and kids. But then they added in that Gamora killed Nebula.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like that's what, like you can say that they cheated a little bit to say that they all lost someone because they added in their own little. I mean, Nebula, and who knows? Dying. Maybe it's a story from the comics, actually. Um, and Rocket with this whole experimentation thing—they really that uh, da- Delve da- dove. A little deeper. Into and he said that, that he lost someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just touching on the subject of how they, like, just death and, like, um, just, like, losing a loved one, like, that's really deep stuff to t- try and tackle. Um, and mixing oh, yeah. it with some really witty humor um, was definitely just a huge surprise coming from. This the game same- itself was a huge surprise. No okay. one saw it coming at Ethan. And also,
0: so, one last thing I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about. The photo mode. Okay, so if I, if you ever get annoyed with me for doing conversations because I like to actually learn about in-game characters in this game, he was annoying because he would stop every two seconds to take a picture. Yep, I am a
1: huge sucker for the photo mode of video games. Um, I just love to. I love. Pho- I mean, I'm a photography nerd, so I gotta be taking pictures all the time. And so in the in this game, they have photo mode. Whenever there's a photo mode, that's literally just more than half of what I do in the game, is just use the photo mode. Um, so, I didn't really use the photo mode too much until I discovered the business rocket suit, and I just was like, wow, I started taking a billion pictures of that. I still have not taken very many pictures in the game, but, uh, the photo mode was very interesting, and as someone who, one of the most exciting parts of the game, of a game, is the photo mode capabilities, um... It was very pleasing to me to see um, uh, the just all of the stuff that you're able to do in the photo mode. Like how you can change the different characters' expressions um, and change their positions and their poses. Um, and change... That's, that's the main thing that they added. Everything else in the photo mode is... Well, mainly that, yeah, the changing of the characters... Faces, expressions, poses, which is something that I've never seen in a video game photo mode before. Now, granted, I usually just play Marvel games, um, just because it's really the only ge- video games that I'm interested in. Uh, so, when it comes to Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, um, out of these games, these are the only games that I've had a fo- seen a photo mode in. Uh, out of these ones, the poses and the facial expression thing was very new to me, so I was very pleased with that. Um, and just you know, I know with, you were disappointed about the lighting. It didn't have yeah. lighting. So a big thing with me is a huge uh, something that made me extremely happy in the Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, and then the Marvel Spider-Man Remastered um, is the ability to add lights into your scene. Like that's a huge thing because the lighting of a uh, the lighting really makes or breaks your picture. Um, makes makes or breaks your composition you could say um so that's one of the crucial essential parts of a photo mode is the lighting and when you don't have the option to add your own lighting then finding pleasing lighting that really has cool like contrast and um uh trying to find different words here um and makes your subject look attractive, um, is hard to, really hard to find that in a video, or not, it's not too hard in this game, there's a lot of, uh, cool environments, um, with the, with good lighting, but, like, finding lighting that really, because um, when you're doing photo mode in, in pictures and photography, you have to be really picky about the aspects of your photo, and, um, when you don't have the ability to customize the lighting of your scene, um, that really was a big thing for me that I wish was there. Um, I kind of made up for it with the whole characters and, and poses thing, which was really cool. That's something that Spider-Man 2, I think, needs to add in. It's like mm. the ability to have characters, like character the perfect poses. photo mode, is character expressions, character poses, that kind of thing, uh, which playing it on the PS5 makes it. It was really cool to see that. Like I was, I was still, even though we were playing it on the PS5. I was still surprised. Like, wow, that's actually, that's really cool. Um, but the perfect photo mode will have facial expressions, poses on the different characters, and the ability to add lights into your scene. If you mix the photo mode elements of Guardians of the Galaxy and then add in the Marvel Spider-Man capabilities, then that's a perfect photo mode. Like, that's per- I don't think you can get any more perfect than that. Except for adding more lights into your scene. Because Marvel Spider-Man, you can only add three. So if you could add, like, as many as you want, then... <laughs> Um look out because it's going we're to be we're never going to complete the game. 'cause will be No, we're never going to complete the game. It, never. It's if I was doing it, recommended I recommended would... 15 to 18
0: hours of gameplay. It's going to be 40,000 because it's just me taking pictures. If it was if I was in command for the whole time, I would, there would be very little pictures.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I that's that's one of the main things to me is the photo mode because I love photography. So I was, I'm very happy to always take pictures in video games, but the lighting is a bit of a disappointment for me but they did make up for it kind of with the facial expressions and stuff um although the lighting is is really a big part of it so the pictures are not nearly as good as they maybe have the potential to be uh the poses and
0: expressions are really really cool my one before we ended up my one little criticism that i have to say which is more of a nitpick really it's not even really a real criticism of the game i have actually zero this is just one little nitpick is I feel like they could have done a little bit better with the melee combat for Star Lord. It felt yep. a little clunky whenever you yep. did it. That's why I never really. That's why I try not to do it very often because it didn't feel as good as it did whenever you're shooting blasters or your elements. That's mm-hmm. one area I wish it could have improved upon. But other than that, it was pretty. It was definitely really solid. Yeah. So the thing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. I would definitely agree. That's if there was one thing that I think the game could have improved upon. Um, the one, the one thing the game could have improved upon is the combat is maybe make it a little bit more in depth because the star Lord blasters, you have regular blasters. Uh, then you have plasma freeze or, uh, ice wind and uh, electricity blasters that you have a certain amount of, uh, energy for, and then it runs out and then it regenerates, um, that you can use. And it is very fun and very satisfying, and I, I still found myself anticipating the next or awaiting, I guess you could say, the next um, opportunity to battle it out with people because it is very fun and very satisfying. Um, but, you know, there, it's not as in-depth as it probably could be when it comes to this thing. Um, and that doesn't really bother me that much because, again, the, the combat is very, very fun. Um, and even the melee combat, even though it isn't really that in-depth, you only have, like, a very limited number of combos and different uh, styles that you can fight with, Uh very limited number, so um, it doesn't really feel, like, that adventurous and ambitious with the uh, combat of the game, but it is quite satisfying uh, to kill an enemy with either your blasters or your melee combat. Um, I found myself using the melee combat more and more and more as the game went on because it was quite satisfying and yeah, I kind of, it was. I kind of overlooked it and it was. <laughs> so I was like, wow, I feel like I've com- I have completion in my life now. Um, didn't exactly feel that accomplished, but um, it was it was very satisfying nonetheless to to brawl it out with them an and kill them and then even the little quick time events, which I thought it was a nice little touch. Um, in the combat cool. is the. When you're fighting an enemy, sometimes it'll be a quick-time event, and you have to press a certain button. Now, um, that that being said, whenever there was a quick-time event, I just thought it was somebody trying to punch me, so I would always dodge, and that would never be the right button, so I would always lose the quick-time events. But they I were fun when to. I did get them right every one and every 50 times. Um,
0: so, in all... This is a very well. First of all, this is a very unexpected game. We didn't even know if we were going to be getting this about a year ago. Dude, four months to wait for a video game is absolutely insane. And they've been working on it since like twenty nineteen. I was like, well, I know it's been longer than that. Yeah, sure, probably. First leaked out in two thousand seventeen. Oh seriously? Yeah, my like grand time Avengers was announced.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is a very well thought out game, um, very well done, well crafted. Um, A truly heartfelt experience, surprisingly heartfelt,
0: Um, surprisingly fun, and clever, and funny, humorous, definitely, it was definitely worth the only four-month wait, for Like, if you're a Marvel gamer, if you're a gamer, um, if you have
1: touched a controller once in your life...
0: Whether you're a Marvel fan or not, you need to play this game. If you even like Marvel,
1: if you don't even like video games, then you could try this out. Um, It's very easy to understand, very easy to get. Um, I found... I didn't find a single one of the battles or boss fights to be incredibly challenging. Um, It was just overall a fun experience, a big surprise. I was not expecting... Okay, and also, so one last thing. Obviously, when a Marvel game comes out, you gotta compare it to all the rest. so. So, this is tough. So, comparing it to Marvel's Avengers, Wow! Marvel's Avengers is
0: compared to this game looks like a piece of um uh um well I still have a soft spot for Avengers. I don't I wouldn't say it's that bad, but still it, could be better. To keep it clean, um cleanish. The
1: uh Avengers game, compared to this game, looks like uh a big ball of twine. Okay. No, nah, that wouldn't work. That's a big TV piece game. of poop, I guess you could say. Um of Cammy's spit. There you go. Um <laughs> Uh, it looks just it. It's it, Marvel's Avengers. I think we know what the problem is too with Marvel's Avengers. Now, yes, because of course everyone's comparing it to Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Because it's Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix. They not Crystal, not, it's not just Crystal Square Enix. Ios Montreal and Square Enix both made this game, and they with Crystal Dynamics made Marvel's Avengers. Now we know what the problem was with Marvel's Avengers. Um, it was obviously Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix. Yeah, the microtransactions. Blamed Crystal Dynamics, right? For yeah, the, they did failure of Marvel's Avengers. Um. It's obvious, and
0: it's sad because in Marvel's Avengers you could tell that there was a past It's the Avengers, like come on, it's like the Avengers, and then yeah. we got a mediocre game. As back, I still have a soft spot for Avengers because they're adding Spider Man. They had a, and they had a really, really good Black Panther expansion. But other than that, it's still just a mediocre game. Yeah, um, yeah, Marvel's Avengers, not really that great. And I re- yeah, I rank re- it last, but not out of the... I don't despise like much. the people. I say it had potential. It's just it fell flat under poor direction. I still, yeah, which I mean... And I also think it has potential in the future, though. Also, I remain, I'm choosing to remain optimistic about the
1: future of the I game. I personally think that it's lost, like it's never going to be that great of a game, uh, because of the whole mechanics of the game, the live service gear but grinding. But Spider-Man,
0: though, is what's really getting me hooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we'll talk sad, about at some point. And it's
1: sad, because you can tell with Marvel's Avengers that there was a genuine passion for Marvel Comics. They loved um, the characters, it's just... There was some bad choices that were made. Yeah, and and it shows in Guardians of the Galaxy their passion for Marvel Comics, which is is more comic accurate than the movies. Um, their true passion for Marvel Comics mixed with great game mechanics makes a fantastic and and truly great experience. Yeah, um, so I it's, would
0: say I would say I like it better than Miles Morales. Yeah. I know you. Now another thing just, that if you This didn't is know, really split.
1: Should, this isn't. Yeah, another thing you should know about me. Miles Morales is my
0: second favorite, favorite Marvel character, favorite, second. and Spider Man is my number one, and so that's what. Yeah, it was but Spider
1: Man is not uh, wait. Yeah, so Marvel Spider Man is obviously first place for
0: Yeah, for you, you Marvel Spider Man will still be first place for that because of Spider Man. I have a huge passion for Spider Man. I would say Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely on par with that. I would say it's actually tied with Spider Man. I would say it's that good. Yeah, well, and I put it up above Miles Morales. Miles Morales, I still enjoy. It. I just. Thought Spider-Man was better. I also thought Guardians was better. Yeah, and
1: even this game is more like since it had more time to tell its story, it was I mean because Marvel's or yeah Marvel's Miles Morales Spider-Man Miles Morales was a much shorter game, which I still am a little bit disappointed that they did that, that made that choice with that game. Uh, this had a lot more time to tell its story, which therefore at the end it really paid off because it had a lot more um, emotional depth and payoff at the end of the story. Uh, like it really packed a punch, and I was very um, pleased with the way that the whole game turned out. Um, and the ending, you know what? Who cares? Um, the whole game as an experience is such a great experience. Phenomenal. Garziasi, it's really such good. such a fun and just a pleasant surprise. I was not expecting this game to be this good. Yeah, neither was I. Um, it was really great, it was worth every penny. Um, because I resisted buying the game for <laughs> a few days because I was like, I was like, well, um, I, don't, I mean, you know, sixty bucks. It's video games are so expensive nowadays. Yeah, and I was it's like, sad. You know, you know, we got to save. You know, I got to save my money for other, you know, equipment for the podcast in the future. Or, or,
0: we it, chose to get this, and it definitely was worth it for sure. So that's why I give it a solid nine out of ten for sure.
1: Yeah, this. I mean, it's it's a great experience uh yeah i'd give it a nine out of ten
0: so that's great humor great heartfelt emotions didn't cry but still definitely felt something felt a lot of something i was just, I, like i said I, i've the whole time I was just, like whenever they had like a huge emotional scene i was thinking to myself man this game cuts deep yep uh so great game that's our review of a guardians of the
1: galaxy yes um so thank you for listening those of you that did especially
0: um those special ones out there you know who you are if you are listening thank you we very much appreciate it and hopefully you enjoy what we had to say about it yes um we
1: are very thankful for the marvel community the guardians of the galaxy
0: game community um and also i'm also excited because we don't know what marvel's next game partnership could be we don't know if they're going to end their partnership or what they're or what they're going to continue i think they're going to continue it's inevitable they're going to continue yeah. So hopefully they can, take, they can take notes from Guardians of the Galaxy and make more story, story-driven games about Marvel characters. I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, that they'll do X-Men. Because after Guardians of the Galaxy, I think I can trust them with making an
1: X-Men game. Now, yeah, I mean, I'm very much looking forward to uh, what Square Enix has
0: in store. Yeah, I think I can, after, after Guardians of the Galaxy, I think I can finally trust them making an X-Men game. Even though we're already getting Wolverine, they can still get away with making an X-Men game. And they can do Spider-Man. and If Zodiac if and Square Enix can both do Spider-Man, they can both do Wolverine yeah. when they do an X-Men game. So I actually have trust in Square Enix that they, can, that they can do X-Men after playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I am I'm excited to see
1: what Square Enix has up their sleeve next. Um, so, yeah. That, that is our review on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I hope you enjoyed listening um, to us, because I know sometimes we can get a little bit sketchy and, uh, you know, we're two teenage boys, so, so two
0: not drummers, everyone,
1: we, uh, sometimes we can get a little off the
0: rails maybe. Two so. loose, two loose cannons making
1: a yes, podcast. two feisty rogues out against the world. Um, so, if you did Having make it this R. far. Having RUS is exactly like Starlord yeah, and Rocket. Since you did make it this far, uh, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, make sure to follow the Movie Majors podcast to stay notified for and uh, yeah, stay notified for all of our epi- upcoming episodes. And keep
0: listening to this podcast and check out all the other podcasts that we usually have. And, and we'll see you on the flip side. Yeah, is there some kind of Guardians related outro that we could say? Well, we could say we are a group, but we already did that for the first one. Oh, we did. We already did that for the, the Galaxy podcast. Well, we can say, "Have one flarkin' good day." How about that? All right, three. Two, one. Have, Have one fun. flarkin' good day.